Welcome to the How to Raise Money podcast for anyone who wants to raise other people's money for a business or property venture. Right now, there has never been more money on the planet and there has never been more opportunity. This podcast will help you put the two together. So, if you need money for your business or property proposals from banks, lenders, angels, whales or dragons, this is the podcast for you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the How to Raise Money podcast with me, Ray McLennan. And it's with me, Nigel T. Best. I nearly forgot my name there. <laughs> how bizarre is that? Anyway, uh, Bob, how the devil are you? I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say, you know, I'm not going to ask you how you are. <laughs> because that's one of these things, isn't it? When you sometimes there's some people and you ask them, how are they? And they tell you. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> And at this at this time of year, there'll be lots of people socializing, going out, meeting people for the first time and saying, hi, how are you? How have you been? Um, you know, and there'll be some that go, oh, yeah, fine, which means their life is a disaster. And there'll be others that go, oh, well, let me tell you about this. And then you're stuck. <laughs> well, I, I heard somewhere that 10 percent of people are interested. 80 percent couldn't care less. And the other 10 percent think you deserve everything that's going wrong in your life. So there you go. <laughs> Yeah, never yeah. ask how people are, I guess. But well, uh, anyway, yeah. how the devil are you? Are you anyway, uh, yeah, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. It's that time of year, you know. It's that time of year when, uh, yeah, no, you don't want to know. We don't want to well, date stampness, even though it is week before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. Listen, folks, we're going to do a quick prediction as to uh, some of the things that might happen next year, uh, and some of the things that we are probably a, a little more certain about and some things that could be you know which way will it go because i've got a potential deal that um yeah could could just get across the line in time for everything to go horrifically wrong or it could be you know happy days and all the rest of it so there we go ray what what are your thoughts something that you think might be ooh a bit of a game changer next year a bit of a game changer. Well, uh, I, I guess it's got to be the general election. There's going to, everyone's saying there's going to be a general election. Um, not that it'll be a game changer. I think Keir Starmer seems to be the shoe in because whoever pulls the strings has decided it's his turn. <laughs> it's his turn next. Um, so he's going to get a chance to uh, to step in and and you know as usual carry on carry on the shambles that is the uh, United Kingdom government. Because well, shambles, uh, uh, let's face it. So I'm, I predict there'll be more shambolic shambling by the government. There you are. How's that for a prediction? <laughs> All right. Uh, we need one that, you know, people wouldn't have thought is a given. Uh, that's, that's pretty much a given. I mean, I, I've never heard a guy tell you what he doesn't want and what won't work as much as he does. And Honestly, if he he must be absolutely crapping himself because if he gets into power, he's actually going to have to come up with a decision. Mm. And I I think the guy, you know, he used to be indecisive, but now he's not so sure. And that's about where we're at with that. Yeah, got to be an election next year. Uh, unless they do one in the next 10 days, but that ain't going to happen. Nah, that's not going to happen. No, well, I don't think you can, can yeah. you? You haven't got enough... Um, it's a UK Whatever election, time. but there's also an election in America, isn't there? That is, yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, back end. Yeah, November. Time. November, that's right. In about a yeah. year's time. They have it um, fixed. We we have it fluid, but they have it fixed. 
Yeah, I just have a horrible feeling there that they could be whoever wins that one. You know, you could see the incumbent president cark it um, because they don't. Well, I think Trump will bust the blood vessel. Um, <laughs> but they that's for all you bust the blood vessel fans out there. Um, and, and Joe Biden, well... Christ, they must be, you know, putting carpet, smoothing carpet and ironing the floor that he walks on just in case he poor chap stumbles. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you know, it, it's one of these weird things. Elections, politics, does it change anything? I'm not too sure. No. It really fundamentally does. So I think, yeah, it, it's headlines. It's a few things that are tweaked, but the main mass is you know the momentum of the main wheels of government there's no way they can change that it no. is one big oil tanker and it ain't gonna spin around that roundabout how to mix oh, the metaphor sure. there but there you go and um, it's uh, it's full of civil servants um and uh, there was a quote a wonderful quote by uh, actually general george s Patton, who said that a civil servant is sometimes like a broken cannon it won't work and you can't fire it. <laughs> Ain't that like the it. truth? I um, like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, given given that uh, the mainstay of the government and, and what have you is going to be there, yes, there's going to be some tinkering around the edges and maybe a bit of legislation here or there to protect this, undo that, charge you more for this. But fundamentally, Ray, hmm. I don't think that is going to be the game changer. I think what's looming on the horizon is this shift to the right across Europe for uh, the migration issue. Uh, I, I think that is going to be a huge issue. But, folks, it's a huge opportunity because if you're looking to do property or uh, anything to do with business, if you've got people that need um, housing, sorting out, giving uh, meaningful, you know, whatever it might be, language lessons, Whatever it might be, folks, this is a huge, huge opportunity. So should you be going out there and, and buying a few rubber dinghies to get a few more people in? Maybe not. Uh, but there, what was it? Net migration of 700,000 hmm. um, in. That's a lot of people that need a lot of services, a lot of things. So, folks, get your thinking hats on. How can you help? How can you well, help was, those people? Looking at some figures there from um, 1987, so from 1987 till 2023, the population of the United Kingdom has gone up by 11 million. The number of houses that's been built, there's a, well, there's a shortfall of 4 million, shortfall of 4 million houses, because they keep saying, you know, we need to build 300,000 a year. Um, and they never do. You know, about 160,000 is about the most that they build. Now, this information came from the government's own website, so I can't vouch for its accuracy. But there is no denying that there's a shortfall. And if there's a shortfall, uh, then clearly that affects house prices because you've got supply and demand. It also affects rents. Now, the rents went up, according to Hamptons, rents went up by 10.2% in the last year, which is the highest increase for 10 years that, that rents have gone up. And... Um, the number of houses available is obviously down, which drives the price up. So in 1987, the ratio between your salary and the house that you could buy was three. So in other words, you were earning 10 grand a year, which then was about the average um, yearly wage. 
house prices for a two-bedroom house, two-bedroom flat with garage was 30 grand. Okay, so there you are, simple. 10 times three, there you go. Um, it's now nine times the distance, the difference between, so the average wage now, according to a site I looked at just yesterday, is 34,000. That's higher than I thought, but it's 34,000. Um, wages have gone up by 7% in the last year. Again, that's higher than I thought. Um, but it means the average mortgage is 184,000, which costs 1,200 pounds a month. And in the last year, although the wages have gone up by 7%, with inflation and various other things, all costs across the board have gone up by 28%. Now that's unsustainable. I have spoken to people who are now staring down the barrel of paying 500 pounds per month extra for their mortgage. And I think that's about average mortgage increase of about 500,000 people that came off the fixed rates at, you know, 1.89 and all that kind of carry on and have now gone on to uh, variable rates that are at five, six, seven. Um, so it's, a, it's an increase of that. Now that's unsustainable. And when you look at the number of homelessness as well, 28% increase in homelessness in the last year. There was an article on the news this morning about that. And a guy coming on and saying, you know, many people are literally teetering on the edge. They can, you know, they're literally one paycheck away from effectively being homeless. And yet the government in July said they were going to put a moratorium, a stop on repossessions or possessions as they should be called, not repossessions, because they're not repossessing anything. They never possessed it in the first place, but that's another story. Um, they were going to put a moratorium on that, but it never went through. They never did it. Now, repossessions uh, are apparently last year, there were, I don't believe this figure, but 400 repossessions uh, are done every month against, uh, in 1992, it was 5,000. Now, that's a massive, massive difference. But that's still, even 400, is still a massive number of families who are going through all that turmoil. And hopefully, and we're working on this, Nigel, as you know, we've discussed this off air, but we are investigating uh, the law. So um, there are legal avenues that people can take to carry on paying the mortgage and to stay in the property. And um, once I've got it through through the lawyers, as it were, sound like we're, we sound like we're the BBC, don't we? Uh, well, not that they put anything through the lawyers, but anyway, um, we sound like we're you know you know mainstream media outlet. We just yes, hold on, I'm just getting yes, we just have to run this past the lawyers just so that we can check. Um, hopefully, we'll be offering some solutions now for those of you that are listening to this, and if you want those solutions sooner. You can, of course, subscribe. No, you can't subscribe and pay anything. What you would do is you would email us to hello at htrmoney.co.uk. Hello at htrmoney.co.uk. Let us know if you're if you've got challenges. If uh, you know somebody who has challenges, whatever, uh, get in touch with us because we will be able to help. And if you look at some of our recent reviews, you will see in there. Um, not everyone's written a review that we've helped, but the ones that have have been very kind and um, given good reviews. So um, so my my prediction, uh, you're looking for a prediction that's out there, is um, I don't think it's going to become public knowledge, but there is no denying that our banking system is in a lot of turmoil. A lot of there's a lot of challenge out there. And the way to reach the world is to reach one person at a time. So there's no point in taking to the streets and waving banners and saying how bad the banks are. They don't care. 
However, individually, I do care. And individually, people do care. And individually, people can do something about it. Uh, much you've much more power than you think you have a lot more um a lot more of the law is on your side than you might think and the fear porn is uh ramping up you can see it by looking at the news and all the rest of it but the the fear porn that arrives on your doorstep is you know the lawyer's letter the letter from the bank the letter from the debt collector all these things um create fear and intimidation and Folks, that is against the law. There are rules and regulations about harassment, and there are rules and regulations about who can and who cannot turn up at your doorstep. And most people don't realize these things. So we're working on a number of episodes that we will release in the new year, against once we've gone past the lawyers, all the rest of it, where we will be able to talk about this in greater detail and maybe even get on a few guests who can uh, add weight to the supporting argument that something can be done. So my prediction, Nigel, is uh, our, our, our viewing listening figures will go up as a result of this because we're going to become much more controversial. We're going to say some things that perhaps people, these are Nigel wondering, what the heck? We're going to say some things and confirm some things. So bear in mind, if you're listening to this, I was a lawyer or at least I still am a lawyer. I'm not a solicitor. Again, technical use of words. Nigel uh, was an accountant, still is an accountant. So we like to verify. We like to get corroboration and confirm that things are correct before we go online and before we go live about it. So, um, yeah, I would say watch this space. And if you're listening to this and you think, bloody hell, tell people about it. Share this episode with people so that they can tune in and they can find out what is going on, especially if um, they're they're seeing financial challenges, and many people are. But to go back to your question there, Nigel, about homes and getting involved, yes, if you're listening to this and you have money to invest and you're looking to do things with it, then the rental market, I think, next year is going to explode. So it is a good opportunity to get involved in property, and it's a good opportunity. There are there are a lot of people out there that want to stay in their own home and they'd rather rent it than pay the mortgage on it. Now, you might think, well, if they couldn't pay the mortgage, they're not going to pay the rent. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Because if you have, as I spoke to someone there recently, they have they had a mortgage of £650. It's not a big house, right? It's in, in Lincolnshire in the middle of nowhere. But anyway, they had a mortgage of £650. That's gone up to £1,700. But the rental for that property is 700 pounds. So someone taking on that property would still get would get a decent yield because they don't actually have they've got equity in the house and they don't actually own an awful lot of money but they're kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. So uh, I'm helping them on a they they're not going to be candidates by the way for for you buying the house and renting because I'm going to help them out of that and deal with the bank and so on. But there are many many examples of that up and down the country. And I know that there are a number of property professionals that are um, getting involved in that market. And, you know, they're going to grow their portfolios, absolutely. But they're also going to help out uh, the, the current dilemma that uh, we have in this country. Anyway, enough from me, Nigel. You're looking dumbstruck there <laughs> to say, what the hell? <laughs> you know, when you were talking about asking people how they are and regretting the question, <laughs> <laughs> right actually look 
look, you you mentioned that. I think I think there's a, a whole load of things, a whole load of things um, that we are re-examining. And next year, we will have, I think, a little more clarity and some courses of action that you've mentioned. I just want to, you mentioned um, uh, feedback and, and stuff like that. We've just, thank you for everyone that's reviewed. And I'm just going to read one out here because it's from Space Tech CEO. And he's put the headline, a must Ooh. listen. These podcasts are an absolute must must in capital letters for business people in the current climate. I have to especially recommend episode 205 if you're new to the channel. Not only are Ray and Nigel two professionally qualified experts with integrity and experience, they also possess a much needed and rare quality to question why. And they do it with humor and warmth. Businesses pay fortunes for non-execs to say a lot less. These days, it is vital that business people look, think, and act against the rhetoric. Ray and Nigel, especially in 205, show how to fight fire with fire. They remind me, and hopefully many listeners, as to what truly makes an entrepreneur. It's questioning the norm, being stoic, and truly believing that with tenacity, experience, and valuable advisors, in brackets, email them, there is always a way. Their recent episodes are so prescient to current world economics. Follow them. Well, Space Tech CEO, thank you so much for that review. That is, um, you know, it takes time to do a review, so we do appreciate it. It also, uh, we love the fact that, you know, however we've managed to help, um, it, you've found valuable. Because my prediction for next year is we're going to be doing a lot more of that. We're going to be helping a lot more people. And we want people to, yeah, uh, to share this podcast, to get it out there, get us up the ratings, write those reviews. I think we're 4.9 out of five. We had one person that gave a one-star review, but I can't find it uh, on there. We do have uh, some other reviews. We'll read those out in other episodes. Um, but folks, my predictions for, for 2024 are, here we go, dun, 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 drum roll and all those sort of nonsense things. Well, I think they're going to have to do something with interest rates because what Ray was talking about there where you have a an excess of demand over supply for rental properties when you've crunched the mortgage repayment figures so that rentals no longer make economic sense. People are going to be selling them. Who can buy them? Well, people can't buy them or very few people can buy them. They come out of the rental market. The rental market is shrinking. That means the supply is going down. Um, you know, the supply is shrinking. The demand is still going up. The rents are going up. And the weird thing is people are paying more for their rent. But what's that increase covering? It's covering regulations, other stuff. And it's also covering the increased mortgage payments. So the actual landlords potentially not getting as much as they were, but rents are higher. So you've got this weird sort of problem whereby everyone's saying we're going to target landlords. Landlords, I think, have been, you know, crushed a bit recently. And I think they're going to just be a little bit more stable going forward. But should you get into property? Here's the big question. Should you get into property? Absolutely. The fundamentals rate haven't changed, have they? You've nope. got to prepare your pitch. You've got to make sure you know your numbers. You've got to make sure the deal stacks up. And when that happens, 
people are still interested and will lend you money, money, whether that's the banks, whether it's private individuals, whether it's family, whether it's you yourself who are wanting, you know, should I cash something in? Should I do something? Make sure you go through the fundamentals. They will not change in 2024, in my opinion. So mm. I think that's the crucial thing. I think opportunities will be out there. I think there'll potentially be opportunities. Have a look at, uh, we had an episode about land banking. Um, mm. I think it was 199. And there is loads of pockets of land out there. And, you know, I think people, I think councils, get yourself a decent planning consultant. And I think instead of just plonking one house on it, maybe you could get four or six flats. Maybe you could do a triple story, semi-detached type looking six flats. That could be all you need to retire on, um, on well, that sort of um, thing. So, you know, they're, they're the sort of things. Look out for those little niche things. Look out for the quirky. Keep your eyes open. Build your network. And, you know, I think the fundamentals are still going to be the same. Opportunities are always there. Yep. Whatever the disaster, Ray, what was it they, they used to say? The Great American Depression, that was uh, never had more millionaires being made yeah. at yeah. that point. Um, and I think it's still true. If you That's want it. it, folks, if the you crash. want it, yeah. get educated and then take action. That's yep. what you should be doing in 2024, in my opinion. Same with the recent crash, uh, lots of millionaires made as well, and no doubt many will come out of this one. Um, but just one couple of points to end on. Um, Lloyds Bank have made it quite quite clear in the press. Again, you can search this up, but Lloyds Bank have said they want to become the largest property landlord in the United Kingdom. So they are buying up property. Um, and also equity release. Now, if you're listening to this and you know you know people that are considering it, I don't think you should do it. That's um, we don't give advice, but I would never do it. Equity release, I think, is um, going to be the PPI of the future. It's going to be a, an utter disaster. But um, a lot of properties are being snapped up under equity release, and their portfolios of banks and insurance companies, or whatever, is is rising massively. And I'll try and get some figures on, on that for the next uh, for the next episode. But um, yeah, Ray, just just interestingly, uh, one thing, I'll, I'll just give you an observation. Just recently, uh, my middle one, maybe looking at university, wondering about it, and we've gone to a few cities, had a look at things. I tell you the one thing that I notice uh, that is so, so different to my time at university, which was, as the kids say, back in black and white days, is the rise of the literally high-rise apartments concierge cafes gyms cinemas and tiny rooms that you would not get authorized under an hmo because they are too small but they are massive blocks right by the universities in the city centers and i'd be i'm now looking at those traditional sort of student areas where those houses are now not attracting students. And mm. maybe, you know, I know a lot of people, they say this is attracting the professionals, um, the young professionals who are just coming out of it. Maybe there's opportunities there that you could look at because, oh my goodness me, they are, they are building thousands and thousands. And I think the universities have, have twigged that this is an enormous money spinner. Why? Because the prices being quoted are touching £200 a week 
for a shoebox that, as I say, would fail the HMO minimum space requirements. But mm. how the hell they get it through? Oh, it'll be some planning quirk that it's not really living accommodation. It's only temporary or something. I'm sure yeah. someone will be able to tell us. But, Ray, yeah. I think that look at those places that used to be student. They'll be tired, run-down properties. Step in, folks. Step in. That could be that could be where you get some some decent value in there. But look for value. Look for your numbers. Put the deal together. People will be interested. Always Good. happens. All right. And uh, I think that's uh, enough for today. Just to remind you, um, hello at hdrmoney.co.uk. Hello at hdrmoney.co.uk. If you've got any questions, conundrums, referrals, recommendations, uh, if you want any more information, if you know anyone who's struggling, if you know anyone who needs to uh, understand how to put a proper pitch together, all that kind of, can, can, kind of carry on. You can go to our website, which is uh, hdrmoney.co.uk, but hello at hdrmoney.co.uk, and we will get back to you. I've been Ray McLennan. I'm still Nigel T. Best. See you later, folks. Thank you for listening to the How to Raise Money podcast. It's made for people who want to raise money as debt or investment equity for their business or property proposal or empire. The website has all the useful links and underlying research, and you can get downloads of the checklists and other useful information. See you next time, where we can show you how to raise money. There is abundance. There is money enough for everyone on the planet. The question is, who has yours?